We're here reporting live from the Gathering of the Juggalos, where for weeks PLC has enjoyed a comfortable lead. However, it seems there are some latecomers to the Gathering who may be turning that tide, and from an unexpected place. Tell you what, man, I'm gonna take that in DMV, man, take my picture, and I'm gonna hair hoodie that day, man, on four dang old years, we're gonna go looking like Cokey Roberts, man. Dad's come out here like that, you didn't have a dang old rush, man, I raised his boy right, he did little old ding, just like the best dang day you hear. Right, did you catch any of that? Fuck, it sounds like Axe Murder Boys to me. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Juggalos, Juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by your hosts, Mike and... Hey! <laughs> This right here's your good old boy Schmeave. I'm not a good old boy. Don't do that. <laughs> Just cut, cut that out right now. No, leave it in. Well, I don't mean leave cut it, it out like that. I mean stop it. <laughs> No, just just we must use this accent for the entire time of this episode. This is Juggalo Judgment. Thank you for listening. Welcome How's it in. going, man? It's been an interesting morning, to say the least. You want to hear about my interesting morning? Sure. I woke up and I, I sat in bed for way longer than I should have, and... Uh, that caused it's the me. Weekend, it's okay. Well, here, here, you know, the problem comes in whenever it's like I'm just kind of like staring off at nothing, and you know, not getting anything done. Um, which is fine. Also, I mean, we we do need to, you know, we need to be, allow ourselves to do nothing. Uh, that's that's important. Not feel bad about it. But uh, the problem came in whenever I was like, well, I'm gonna go get some breakfast now, and um, was literally right before we were going to, you know, hop in this call. So. I go to good old BK for a French toast sandwich. Um, they stopped serving at 1030 and a little bit after, so I was late. So I got some chicken fries instead. Uh, on my way back, I drove past your apartment and did a drive-by whistle. Um, <laughs> I did two of them because the first one didn't sound as good. I couldn't get the volume. I, I need, a, I need a, a warm-up one, and then the second one comes out okay. As I was driving, the next, time, the next time that that happens, I need you to like get your phone and record yourself like <laughs> driving by <laughs> my particular apartment. Yeah, and yeah. do that, and then it's got, and then post it on the on on the. I'll Twitter post it. And... I'll make sure I get a very close up shot of the address and everything. Um, <laughs> but no, um, then as I was as I was driving down the next street, as I turned off your street, I saw somebody walking a, a German Shepherd. Yes, and I said to myself, I, I said, I said out loud, I was like, mm, "Dog," and it sent me down this road, right, <laughs> of of thinking, and, and this isn't going where you're, where you might think it's going. I just started going through a, a period of discovery over the root sounds that form the other sounds that we make, like where our consonants come from and stuff. Uh -huh. You know, like whenever you make a D sound. Like, at least whenever you do it like that, like, you can make that, like, hum beforehand that comes from, like, the same mouth position as whenever you're doing, like, an N sound, and it just flows right into it. And you can do the same thing with, like, a G, you can, like, ng. <laughs> and I was thinking about, like, harder consonants, like your Ks and stuff, where it's just, like, it's, it's completely percussive and there's no actual tone to it, so you can't do that. There's, like, a hard stop when you make the sound. 
I, I thought about this for a whole long time, and I don't know why, but it, it's it's just what's been occupying my brain. Check out Shmeev's next podcast, uh, Linguistics. <laughs> just all about that. When you make a W sound, you actually you're actually doing like an O, and then you're widening it out. Mike's thinking about it now. (laughs) (laughs) Draymond's got that down. (laughs) Anyway, that's what I was fascinated with this morning. When I said it was interesting, I didn't actually mean that. It's actually like incredibly (laughs) dull, but I had fun. I I myself had a rough night because I had a wicked fucking headache. I like I actually woke up in the middle of the night from it. and thankfully, it's kind of going away now. Like, I took some Tylenol last night, woke up, and I was fine. And then it started to come back. And I said, fuck you. I'm going to murk you with some Tylenol again. <laughs> so I'm doing okay at the moment. And I'm hoping that that's just the end of it. Because um, had this headache not gone away, we would not be recording right now. Yeah, no. Because I would not have been for wearing headphones at this uh, at this junction. Mike, you know what would have helped you out a lot, mm-hmm. actually? Some good old-fashioned Southern comfort. I th- that would not help me. <laughs> I need to drink in order for that to help me. <laughs> I, I just mean like a hug from a Southern person. <laughs> oh, I don't know any Southern people aside from like two of my coworkers. Oh, okay. They they both live in Florida. Oh, nice. And not and, that kind and, of South. And they're well, the one was like. <laughs> They were from, well, the one was from, like, North Carolina, so. I'm thinking more from around, like, the, say, Georgia area. Like, 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 Bama. Covington. (laughs) Covington, Georgia. Yeah. That's very, like, that's, that's very particular, like. It is, it is. It just came to mind for some reason. That's very weird. Maybe we'll figure out what that's about. about. What are we talking about today? Well, today, as I understand, we're talking about a brand new artist to the psychopathic family. Boondocks, Boondocks, yes, yes. That's, you you have the the emphasis on the correct syllable. Boondocks, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a person who I learned recently is different than Buckshot. He's not the same person. That's my favorite. <laughs> yes. So, story time for the introduction of Boondocks. Ooh, everybody, gather on the campfire. So remember that. Uh, remember that contest that Psychopathic did in 2005 mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. the Axe Murder Boys won. Yeah. So one David, I believe his last name is pronounced Huto, also entered as Turncoat Dirty. I, I know um, that name. Just Southern rapper. He was affiliated with uh, this group called SHI, which I think was Southern Hustlers Incorporated. I think that's what it was. Um... Also entered that contest, did not make it far. Like, he was knocked out in one of the earlier rounds. However, uh, one Joseph Bruce really, really liked him. Liked his style, liked what he was doing. And ultimately, I assume this was after um, the contest had actually ended, um, ended up, like working stuff out with uh, with with Mr. Dave and they signed him to a contract to Psychopathic Records. Now, remember, the contract that AMB got was just for one album, <laughs> like one music video and a tour and you know, you got some merchandise and stuff like that. Yes. 
And supposedly that was it. Like, that was all of it. Boondocks got more than that. Like, <laughs> he was signed to a more, like, was, ironclad contract. I was going to ask, did this guy... <laughs> who got knocked out way earlier in this contest. He jumped to the front of the line after. Seriously get a A, a better deal than the winners, and B, a better deal than the people that everyone actually wanted to win. <laughs> that's that's what it seems like. That's what it seems like. Like, what and, the and, hell? <laughs> and, and I want to say, this is based on, on stuff I've seen over the years and what I've tried to, to look up. In the past, so Boondocks, if you ever listen to our stuff and you come across this, and I am wrong, <laughs> please let me know because I really do enjoy your music. I'm not trying to like poke fun or anything. This is just based on yeah the information that I'm given. Um, Boonshot, please. <laughs> so the thing was, ICP have actually had a concept that they've had kind of just in the works or just in the, as an idea for fucking years. And it was called Bloody Brothers. Mm-hmm. What it was meant to be um, was basically ICP rapping under different aliases, rapping as like Southern, like backwoods murderers. <laughs> God. That's actually come back around nowadays because they were going to finally release that album. They were going to make it and release it um, with one of those ultra live monster five shows. Um, no idea if that's still happening. But anyways, it seems like that kind of got reworked for Boondocks. And so Boondocks, the character, is a basically a murderous scarecrow. Yeah. His face paint is just spooky face paint. It's not actually not even face paint. Found out like a while ago on Twitter that that is all just eyeliner. And he and Sugar Slam basically came up with a design together. Um, so yeah, that's, that's basically just his regular like skin with black eyeliner on his eyes, his nose and around his, uh, his face. Um, the album cover is very small, so I can't actually, I mean, I, I can see it on my screen that looks terrible. Um, he, he doesn't have anything on like, he doesn't have like a base or something like that because no. his face looks pretty fucking white. No, he is, that, that is just, that is just him. I don't There's know. A, I'll, I'll throw, I'll throw a. I could, another I could believe that the uh, there. I could believe that like the the black part of it is all eyeliner and stuff, but I feel like he still has to put like a base on of white. There is there is nothing else there. Like mm. that is just his face. Mm. So so yes, uh, Boondocks released this album. Actually, when when this episode releases, uh, we will be just shy of the 15 year anniversary. I believe this uh, this came out on uh, July. 11th fucking masters it, you know we can't, can't yeah we, we can't even we, we can't even uh you know we can't predict this it just it just happens it falls into our laps um and just uh in may they uh they did a a, a full show a live stream show where boondocks performed this basically beginning to end um okay i got a better is, picture of him that's a close-up i can see it now there we okay. go okay so you so you see it, it causes um, a big contrast it's because okay the problem is because he has like his um he still has like a little bit of the chin strap and stuff it uh-huh. causes a sharp uh you know like divide between his face and the rest of his body so it kind of mm-hmm. it makes the contrast kind of change the way your eyes perceive it right right interesting interesting trick of the light 
It's it's weird though because if you look at his his face paint, he almost doesn't look like a scarecrow. It almost looks more like a jack o' lantern. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> like that's that's what I would think. Like right out the gate. Well, I mean, the problem is that um, scarecrows don't really have a face paint pattern. They have button yeah. eyes and a stitched up mouth, <laughs> and he has like other shit he's it he's painted up like a road warrior it would not it would not help him if he had a stitched up uh, mouth then he would not be a good rapper that's true think of that stitches with your garbage ass music damn oh i fucking said it and i meant it so yeah um the harvest features um everybody else on the label at the time which i think was a pretty big deal it, it it, it doesn't seem like there was any, like, discourse, <laughs> allegedly, um, that A and B suffered <laughs> whenever they were making uh, their record. Um, this was all recorded at the Lotus Pod. And the majority of this, the majority of the music was done by Mikey Clark, hmm. which I actually didn't know until very recently. Um, I thought somebody else had done it. But um, there was also some stuff done by um, Kuma, with mixing and engineering done by Fritz, Kuma, and Dr. Punch, which we know is uh, Violent J. Of course. Um, I also see some engineering by Eric Davey. He also shows up, um, I think, from, from this point on. But this was a very jarring release for people. Because <laughs> um, what's something that ICP have constantly made fun of and... and, and <laughs> you know decried against over the years and that's rednecks oh okay rednecks yeah that's right yes and and also like judges and and cops and you know the governor and you know women Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but um uh also no uh, of note boondocks is the first uh artist not from detroit or a city a major city that's right Major city, yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, because because I was about to say not from Detroit, like from A and B or something. Yeah, they were from Denver. Um, so this was very jarring. I believe also that Boondocks did move from Covington and lived in Detroit while. Oh, Covington, being, he's uh, the guy. That's why. Ah, hey, there you go. There you go. All comes full circle. This <laughs> word just gonna be left hanging. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 Um. So, I don't think that there's much more preamble to to say. No. Um, so I think that um, I think it's about time that we that we that we that we grab our moonshine. Yes. And 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 take take a tiny sip. <laughs> You're gonna fake one though. Yeah. Let's yeah, crack yeah. open a, a motherfucking oh, fake. Oh, yeah. What you got? I have here in my hands uh, another one of my cans of genuine Fago old-fashioned draft style root beer. Very nice, very nice. What do you got for us? I have something that I have not had in a long fucking time because I haven't found anywhere that had it. I have a genuine, delicious raspberry blueberry. Mm, mm, it's mm. been a fucking minute, man. Yeah. So let's crack these bitches open. Let's do it. This one expired? No, it's not. 
amazing. Start the counters. <laughs> Weeks since Mike has had an expired Fago. <laughs> Track one, intro. Hey, y'all. This here is an intro track. This is an intro track. We're, we're fairly familiar with how these ones go. This is a tone setter like a motherfucker. I really like the vibe of it. Uh, there's some really cool like folk vocals in this here and there. I like it a lot. And also, yeah, it's just really, it sounds really good. It starts right here. feels good <laughs> yeah so something that i that i will just state right now is anytime i hear rappers that are like southern they embellish the fuck out of their accents they the do um, i mean that's kind of just a rapper thing in general is really yeah. emphasizing accents and stuff like like when you go from hearing them rap to them just hearing them speak, it's totally like <laughs> night and day, which is weird. He's like that. Boondocks is like that, which we haven't heard him yet. But Boondocks <laughs> is like that. Yellow Wolf is way mad crazy like that too, which bugs me. This rolls into track two, seven. A vision of the dead in the end, bread or backwards. Motherfucker born inside a tomb shed. Mama never loved me, never paid me no attention. Daddy was a rapist, 30 years upstate, Fulton County prison. And I was raised by my own will. Surviving off of scraps and bones, bear traps and roadkill. Spending my days and my nights all alone. And my mind is gone, there's something wrong with my thought. They should have put me in the tomb. I didn't ask for this life when they cut me out the womb. With a dull pocket knife, now I walk with a sight and a murderous ability. A corn-fed motherfucker filled with hostility. Cracked out and I'm gone off that moonshine. A hundred dated proof why I'm made from a muscadine. Out in these cornfields, learning all these wicked skills. Swinging, slicing, chopping dice, a country boy born to kill. A demon spawn, the child of a bastard son. Seven born to seven and the seventh child fathered one. A soul black, full of pain. Bodies in the field, blood pouring like rain. A demon spawn, the child of a bastard son. Seven born to seven, and the seventh child fathered one. A soul black full of pain. Bodies in the field, blood pouring like rain. Don't get lost in the woods in your blood. Right. So, the title of Seven and uh, what, what's kind of referenced in the uh, in the chorus <laughs> is a reference to this kind of mythical belief of it's a it's the, it originated from like a, a sci-fi novel yeah something something like that yeah um the seventh child of the seventh son so so an unbroken line of of sons yeah uh would allegedly have some form of mythical powers yeah the the general thing of it uh so th there's there's a book called seventh son by orson scott card um and there's also and it it wasn't specifically about the seventh son of a seventh son it was just literally about i mean it, it is uh but the point is that the seventh son in general um like any seventh son uh has especially 
you know, strong powers, but the seventh son of a seventh son, it's like exponential in that case. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was also an inspiration for one of the best Iron Maiden albums, Seventh Son of a Seventh Son. It's so fucking good. Containing <laughs> some of their best hits, like The Evil That Men Do, fucking amazing. Only the Good Die Young, holy shit, man. It's so good. Highly recommend. You'd probably enjoy a lot of tracks off of that, I f- actually. I, f- I feel like this is like... <laughs> on the next Schmiefberger in Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's weird. Uh, Iron Maiden albums, um, I usually don't listen to like the entirety of them. Like There are really, really good songs that I like on them, and then there are other ones where it's like, they're not like bad, but also I just, I don't know, I just, I just don't vibe with them as much. <laughs> it's one of those things. But yeah, we kind of get like a short background of, of, I guess, how he intends his character to be. It's hard to really say. Yeah, it's if he's just basically painting a picture just because or if he's planning on carrying, you know, this vibe going forward, you know, the thing is, um, this, I think, is just meant to be a. Hey, I'm from the South. Yeah, I this is how shit is around here. I kill (laughs) like he's sure to kill. They're still just using guns for some reason. Yeah, um, <laughs> let's let's not assume that that's the only thing that will be used throughout this record. He still focuses very heavily on the firearm aspect over anything else. I think part of that might be because of his prior gimmick of, of Turn Go Dirty, which was kind of like kind of Southern gangster. Oh, OK. Um, so that might be why, like, um, it also should be noted, like, he was not just a rapper like he I believe he said before that he had done like he'd been in like a local metal band. Yes, if if you look at his Wikipedia, he was very heavily inspired by metal bands and the first one mentioned on Wikipedia was Iron Maiden. I was like, interesting. I wonder if he read Orson Scott Card or just listened to Iron Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, who knows. One um, of those is more worthwhile. <laughs> you be the judge. But, um, yeah, this is, it's, it starts off, I mean, from, from that intro track, this is a pretty, like, creepy beginning, and, like, there's, there's something kind of unsettling in the chorus, there's, there's, like, this, uh, um, like, I don't know if I want to call it, like, a synth or whatever, but it's just kind of eerie, Mm. and it's, it's, it's helping to enhance this track. It's got a really cool vibe, too. Who, who did this? This... This is Mikey Clark. Mikey Clark. Mikey Clark. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say it. uh, I'm just gonna get out in front of it right now. Mikey Clark fucking kills it in a lot of this album. Yeah. Um, Let's see. And I mean, part Uh, of it. Part of it is just that, like, this is a completely fresh sound to this. Mm -hmm. That from what we've heard on this label and all that stuff. Like, we you don't hear stuff like this elsewhere. It's just real fucking fresh to hear, and it works very well. Yeah. Again, this is this is probably the most jarring sound that we've heard out of Psychopathic ever. Like, legitimately ever. Hmm. Um, the production on this sounds nothing like what we've heard on prior stuff. In, in a sense, there's some, a very, very light hint of it 
on some of the stuff that ICP did a bit later on because of what Mike P was doing, mm-hmm. um, but not to this extent. Yeah, no. And it's it is it is I could see why there's people who whenever this first came out, there's a lot of people who were like, "What the fuck is this like redneck shit?" But it's it is kind of refreshing to hear when you know, look in 2005 when we had how many fucking albums that only like a third of them were stuff that we were like, okay, like this is listenable for us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, where a lot of it just sounded samey. So Mm -hmm. this is definitely a step, I think in the right direction for people to kind of just expand on what else can psychopathic records do? Oh, for sure. You know, and spoiler alert, the rest of this album is like that. Mm -hmm. There's, there's, there, it very, it rarely deviates from this. And I think that that's probably for the best. Absolutely. Um, so I don't have anything else on seven. I think that this is a, a very good track to open with. It's a good opener. Um, I, I really like that is, hook. It's smooth. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. For we get the uh, tisket and tasket, uh, uh, um, like nursery rhyme yep. towards the end that just kind of repeats through. Um, it's at the at the beginning and the end. Nice little bookend and mm-hmm. as. As things like that go, that one was pretty good. You know, a lot of times you can end up with those, and you're just like, just kind of roll your eyes at it. But you know, I can, I can, I can get with that one. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times yeah. people will get, you know, like this. This is just kind of like a point of contention, depending on who you are, I suppose, when it comes to to rappers doing like sung hooks and stuff like that. Like this one kind of is. This this one falls between the the rapping and singing thing, kind of like. I feel like I said this like last week or something like that. It's like, like in that, in that Nelly vein, but it's not quite that Nelly vein. <laughs> you know what I mean though, right? It's yeah, I, I kind of get it. He's holding like a clear, like like a clear pitch and there's a bit of melody to it, but he's still kind of just rapping it. And the the hook really works well for that. He's, he's doing it better than, than Minoxide did. Well, <laughs> Well, <laughs> that's it's, a, it's all right. Yeah, let's, let's go on to track three out here. Out here, out here where the sun don't shine, we about that hardcore liquor and that muscadine wine. Out here is a fight, even to survive. You a lucky motherfucker if you make it out alive. Out here all night, wolves howl at the moon. Bodies found floating up down by the lagoon. Out here, you might get bitch slapped by a black bear and drugged through the woods by your matted up hair. Out here. Mike, you ever seen Deliverance? I have not. I haven't either. But I do know that it's more or less what the song is about. Hmm. Not like not like the song is about the movie Deliverance, but it's about what Deliverance was more or less, right. which is just that that trope of the Southerners being fucking weird, <laughs> weird, weird murder people. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that or like Last House on the Left. I never saw right. Last House on the Left either. Uh, Neither, I know less about that. So. <laughs> um, and I already know very little about Deliverance. 
This this is correct the epitome me if I'm wrong of about deliverance. <laughs> this song is the epitome of. Did you know that Boondocks is from the South? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like it, it's hammered in a lot, and like, it's <laughs> the the running theme is kind of like, did you know that Blazer Dead Homie is dead? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> and yet, and yet, I want to say this. As as the kids are saying nowadays, oh no. He understood the assignment. <laughs> but the thing is, is it doesn't sound like it's like it doesn't sound out of place. No, no, not like, at all. He feels incredibly comfortable with the subject matter that he's rapping about. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He could ride the beats really well too, and they are like, once again these very good beats, very strong are, they, beats here. They complement each other incredibly well, and it also um, like you know we were talking about how it's a very different sound to what's on the rest of the label, but it also isn't really out of place with any of that either. Like, I feel like this album being on shuffle in the middle of what Psychopathic was putting out at this time, it's not going to be that fucking weird to hear it. Especially Mm. depending on what you're rolling. Well, okay. This would sound about as out of place as if, like, some of ICP's more rock-ish songs came up. Like, there's plenty of stuff that they've done that is like this. This is is expanding on sounds from, like, like a homies and most of the stuff from fucking uh, Bizarre Bizarre and all that. Like... Mm It's it's expanding in that direction. It's it's definitely a different take on it, but it's in there. Right, right. The calm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the hits, you know? So one of the things that we hear a little bit, you hear it uh, kind of in the very, very beginning with a, you know, with a mocking voice, um, but we also hear it in the chorus is Violent J. Yes. Violent J is sprinkled throughout this album yes tastefully and in my opinion i think it's done well i yeah. don't think that he ever overstays his welcome on something he has one verse on this entire record um but all the little stuff that he adds which is just background stuff in typically just hooks yeah i think it works really well he's got a good voice for it yeah like like it sounds cool on the hook for out here. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, Violent J. Don't get me wrong. I love hearing Violent J on ICP. And around this time, sometimes when he does verses, like more often than not, they hit unless it's, you know, so high. Um, <laughs> just just sparingly can do so much. Boondocks knows how to season an album. <laughs> just sprinkle a little bit of Violent J here. Yeah. Tiny little bit of this guy from D- uh, from Denver over here. <laughs> we're, we're fine. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. This, um, is another, this is a really interesting one where he, he, he keeps like really short verses on it. Like mm-hmm. they're quick in, out, mm-hmm. hook, and that's it. Yeah, it's, it, this is. Do uh, that three more times or so. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a good track for that. Again, this this is just continuing to fit with the theme that we're hearing on this. It is southern rap. 
It's not, oh, he's a rapper from the South. No, he is a Southern rapper. <laughs> um, and uh, and I enjoy it. I, I like this track. It uh, it really works. The stuff, for the most part, and it's honestly how it is for the, for the majority of this album, is very, like, it's fairly laid back. Um, mm-hmm. Not a lot of it really picks up. There's only, like, maybe two or three tracks that really do. Um, which is fine based on what we're hearing so far. It's not like I really expect Boondocks to be a, you know, super fast rapper. No. Like, that's not what we're getting out of this. And he's doing just fine with what we're given so far. And, you know, I I can't complain. This so is I'm this fine. is made for cruising back roads. That's it. Word, it it word. do that. Yeah. And so yeah. let's let's it ain't a thing. With them lames for a girl Scoop you up out the night Take it to my world Shotgun shells, bear cans and straw In the heavy Chevy Swear body foot to the floor We mashing hard down the dirt road Dirt and bold Eyeballs fire red Hot breath ice cold You with a killer from the cove If you ain't been told Holding hands with the dead And will never grow old I don't intend to harm you Walking to the barn You can sit on my face Cause I wouldn't mind the taste I don't know about them fellas that you calling your friends Might have to poke them in the face With the pitchfork ends We can walk alone in the dark On the Bridge Have your pussy hole spitting out 15 kids Bitch, I was raised by the crows And I've chosen you So milk this motherfucking dick hole Bitch, is what you do It ain't a thing, girl They must have not have told you I can take you to the underground of Georgia It ain't a thing, girl They must have not have told you we fly together, girl And find us better not a told ya. I can take you to the underground of Georgia. It ain't a thing, girl. They must have not a told ya. Fly together, girl, and find us world. The scarecrow is watching. Southern Juggalo love song. Uh huh. We've, we've ticked every box we needed already. <laughs> Have we? Uh, we haven't hit the ICP uh, uh, guest spot yet, so eventually. Oh, okay. <laughs> So I, I'm looking in the uh, in the liner notes, and somewhere I'm assuming in the chorus, additional vocals by the Rude Boy. Oh, Rude Boy! <laughs> uh, interesting. That's, just, uh, that's kind of interesting. I um, I love banjo. Yeah, banjo is always like just so like cheerful. It's pretty good. You can't ever like hear a banjo and think of something depressing or sinister. <laughs> Let me go back to Deliverance real quick. <laughs> Again, doesn't not, help. I've never watched it. I've not seen it. But let me tell you, people, generally after seeing that, people do not associate the banjo with cheerfulness. <laughs> it's it's very much a I'm in danger kind of thing. <laughs> this song, though, 
actually paying which, attention which, to it and yeah. re- reading through the lyrics, right? Which genius is fucking terrible for oh, this Oh, genius shit. is fucking awful, but I mean, like, I can actually listen and parse it myself. That was, that was, that was, that was what my tweet was, like, yesterday yeah, yeah, or I know, whatever. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate it. Anyways, go on. Now, I know you haven't actually watched uh, Always Sunny. No. But I feel like you have to have seen this around at some point. Um, there, there's a classic clip from it where Dennis Reynolds is explaining to Mac the implication. Are you familiar with the implication? No. Okay. <clears throat> Dennis is attempting to explain to Mac the point of having a boat to party on to bring girls out into the middle of the lake. Because, and he's trying to explain this in a way, and Mac is Mac is actually getting it exactly, but he's not getting it in the way that Dennis wants him to get it. Because he's like, you know, you're out in the middle of the lake, and there's nowhere to go, and they're thinking like, well, what if something could go wrong for me? Well, <laughs> he's basically explaining that, like, he's putting them in a situation where they can't say no to him. And Mac is like, what are you doing? He's like, well, obviously, if they, if they said no, it would, the answer is no, but they won't say no because of the implication. And Max just like, you said that word implication again. <laughs> it's a great scene, 10 out of 10, <laughs> to just explain how fucking awful this guy is and how he's explaining exactly what he's doing and it's awful but he just doesn't get that it's awful until it actually literally happens to them, until they think it's happening to them. <laughs> That's what this song is, by the way. That's if you, if you actually <laughs> should, uh, check the verses out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's the there's there's interesting lines in here. Um, part of it, there there's parts of it that's like almost seems like sincere and genuine and then it's like oh yeah you can uh, you can come along with me um and uh <laughs> you know we're running away from the cops and you'll be the one who gets shot yeah <laughs> like that's not that's not what what women want to, this is not like bonnie and clyde <laughs> you can't you can't uh you can't assume that that's going to uh to to be the way that you know yeah. Also, they gonna, gonna come with you. They both got shot. They went down together. That they rode true. together and dode together. It doesn't. If you put it in past tense, it doesn't rhyme anymore. I had to fix it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, also, the outro to this is like really fucking drawn out for a long time, <laughs> unnecessarily long, uh, as I remember. The uh, the going down south part was that what it was uh, whatever part it is yeah i, I feel like uh, when the when the last hook hits you got a lot of song left <laughs> yeah something like that um but no this one i mean this is the biggest change that we've had since but it's just because of the subject matter <laughs> yeah but i don't mind this one i the subject I, matter I kinda... and, the, and the general tone of it is is different yeah and and I, I just kind of like uh, his voice on the, we can fly together, girl, and find a better world. Yeah. I like that. Sounds sounds nice. So, 
But but you know what? Fuck fuck all the lovey dovey shit. We're we're moving on. We're moving on to track five, digging myself out. Self, why are you afraid to die? What is this fear that blinds you? Is it the thought of uncontrollable pain? A suffocating loss of oxygen to your brain? Is it the people that you have in your heart? The ones closest by your side when your soul departs? It's just a question that haunts mankind. Where am I going in the end? Is there an afterlife? I sit and think about it, and my blood runs cold. The mysteries of life and all the stories untold. Why we here? Where we going? Why do I exist? Is there a point or any answer to all of this? Will my spirit walk restless amongst the graves? Haunting generations in a violent rage Or will my body just rot for a maggot feast Gnawing on my bones while I rest in peace When you die, will you realize What takes you from this life? I suffer digging myself out this hole that they buried me When you die, will you realize What takes you from this life? I suffer digging myself out this hole that they buried me in when they lower me down will I be conscious of the fact that all right Mike yeah here we are picking up the pace for another classic juggalo existentialism song mm-hmm first off this is like probably the most jarring song on here so far yeah yeah um, I think this is the, the most fast-paced ones that we get this one could have been um, a Fritz track. Uh, let's see. Maybe it is. Honestly, it would not surprise me if it was. Yeah, like this. This uh, is this is in the vein of like a twisted thing. This. this I mean, this, this is, is literally a twisted song already. Like they did this before. It was not Fritz. This was actually Kuma. So okay, I don't know who that is. So, um, but that's but I mean, close enough. Um, funny enough, the this title, the title of this track, is not on the uh, track list of the CD case. <laughs> um, so clearly, they forgot about it. <laughs> this is actually one of like the last songs from this album that I ever heard. Like, cause this is obviously like in the time when I was still like getting LimeWire and shit. So mm-hmm. I was d- downloading like a bunch of songs from this and I never heard this song until I bought this CD. <laughs> um, it's not a super popular one. Um, but yeah, I, I hadn't listened to this song in a long time and I never really like paid attention to lyrics until I went on genius and I was like, oh, this is literally a song of, like, what happens when we die? <laughs> yeah. Um, which is, uh, you know, that's not really a topic that I enjoy thinking about. No. In, in, my, in my 30 years of life. And, you know, <laughs> it's just something that uh, occasionally uh, pops into my head. And I'm like, stop that brain. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's I, – I don't have, like, the lyrics to just, like, pick up and, and – and, put something together i think part of it was like you know what happens whenever i'm being like lowered into the ground like am i still like conscious of what's going on around me like am i hearing the people cry over me and 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 shit like that right um yeah i mm, like i like the music for this song (laughs) i like what he's doing with the song the subject matter fucks me up man (laughs) i don't like that yeah i I do this enough. Like my my brain does this enough to me. I don't I don't really need it anywhere else. But I mean, yeah, it's a, it's an okay song. It, the, 
the vibe of it, like I, I literally took down a note. It's just like it's a different vibe from the rest so far, but it's not so different that it's like a jarring change. It's not like, like whoa, but you know, like you are it's right. Different. It, it, this could have been like this instrumental could have easily been a twisted song. Yeah, yeah. Like, one hundred percent. If you if you had thrown this on Green Book, mm-hmm. I would have believed it. I mean, like, I don't even mean just, the, not even just the, the beat itself, like the whole song, lyrics and oh, all, yeah. this is, <laughs> this could just be a twisted song. If when if Jamie Madrox <laughs> had writing credits on this, I would not be surprised. I, it's, it's going to be a lot more prominent, um, not on the next release of his that we, that we get to, but the one after that, um, Boondocks becomes one of the most like real, quote unquote, real um, lyricists that are on psychopathic. Literally, only second to Twisted. Like, as far as what what then what do you mean by real? Talk, when they talk about like like heavy type shit or or you know um, emotional stuff. Oh, okay. Like. Twisted, I think, got to a point where they do that far better than anybody else, and then Boondocks is like, "Hi, I can do this too." I see. Because um, we're we're not there yet, so we're not quite like. there. It'll it'll <laughs> every now and then it it pops up in tiny little bits. I mean, yeah, they no, do it like it, once an album, but that's not a lot. <laughs> but I'm saying it it happens. It ends up happening more for them mm-hmm. as time goes on. Um, but Boondocks will do that as well, and I think he does it as as good as them sometimes um but yeah this this track is just this is probably honestly one of the most left field tracks on here yeah um again it's picking up the pace i think this is the fastest track on here um and you know we have no banjo this time we got like heavy guitar yeah (laughs) yeah. get that crunch um, in there which which works for the track don't get me wrong i like the sound of it but like i said the actual lyrics of it do kind of irk me so it's it's hard for me to just you know it's listen to it more than more than once not not a track for the vibe we're looking for (laughs) in general life (laughs) where's 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 my good old southern style happiness (laughs) (laughs) maybe we'll find it (laughs) on track six it it shows up a little bit later (laughs) maybe we'll find it on track six Lady in the Hag you are. It was late one night in the 404. I was gone off that water chilling on the front porch. I was lean back, laxing and puffing on some swag when a bitch came up in a tight ass jack. She pulled right in the driveway, bumping clear black. And when she stepped out the ride, I had to take a step back. She had long blonde hair and ass that wouldn't quit. Titties falling all out because her shirt didn't fit. Started walking up to me and she dropped the keys. Kneeled down to pick them up and all I saw was G string. Pussy lips hanging out and it was the shit. Now I'm sprung on this bitch in a XJ6. Hey, How'd you get you so much money? What you doing out here, down there, around here? Hey, lady in the jack Who you trying to impress? What you doing out here, down there, around here? Hey, lady in the jack How'd you get you so much money? What you doing out here, down there, around here? Hey, lady in the jack Who you trying to impress? What you doing out here, down there, around here? Oh my God. We talk all the time on this show 
about Boondocks and his storytelling abilities and just <laughs> here's just another example of a classic boondocks storytelling track why why is this becoming a, a joke on the same level as dead body man <laughs> uh, uh yes uh so this track features uh, additional vocals by jenny uh and nobody else <laughs> Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no one else. Nope. Not a soul. This is a track about a, uh, a a con lady. Three of them, in fact, actually. Yeah, three separate ones. Uh, uh, obviously, because women can't have their own income, as we all know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, how did she get so much money? It's well, not like yeah. she can have a job. <laughs> That's illegal. <laughs> this is Georgia, goddammit. <laughs> so anyways, we also have guest verses by ICP. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> and, you know, weirdly enough, not just... It's not just because of, of the, uh, the, the Mad Rocks appearance, but, like, this is also, like, a... A twisted track as well <laughs> like this is a twisted track that they would they would have brought icp on for <laughs> like <laughs> not just because of the interludes in between each verse uh, although that is part of it <laughs> uh, i don't know i i don't know i don't know i don't agree no respectfully disagree hang on let me let me well go ahead and talk while i look something up real quick oh god <laughs> um first off the beat is cool but man that funky ass guitar oh it's really good just 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 pristine pristine is that i'm, t I'm double checking i assume that it is but what? uh let's see yes that is mikey clark it's awesome ah, okay Lo love you mikey clark <laughs> um and we also get um cuts later on done by shaggy tuto because that's what he does course so we don't see anything or we don't hear anything bad happen with boondocks he's just like oh hey there's this chick awesome uh violent jay is uh wiping down car windows <laughs> and he gets his feet ran over he does by by this lady in the jaguar and shaggy two dope i think has the worst luck out of him <laughs> like he uh, he has this this woman pull up and she's like, "All right, let's 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 fucking go." And he's like, "All right," and then she handcuffs him because uh, uh, she he 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 jumped his bail. Yeah, I don't know if I would say he has the worst luck because um, like Jay, he gets his feet run over, and that's some pretty serious damage, and that that's probably going to ruin him for life and hospital bills and all that stuff. Shaggy, on the other hand, while yes, he's been arrested and that's unfortunate, he's going to get a get a harsher sentence. As we've seen before, uh, court security is fucking awful, and he's able to get a fucking shotgun in. So, <laughs> yeah, but he won't be able to fuck the cop. <laughs> I never cared for this song. No. Uh, whenever I first listened to it, like way back when, um, I was like, "Man, ICP could have done a way better 
guess first of this. Yeah, probably. And then later on, I was like, you know what? This guess first isn't too bad. <laughs> yeah, <they're> okay. Because <laughs> there's other ones that they do that are just not great. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I have to reevaluate things. <laughs> <laughs> what started out as a two later on became like a five. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, this is this is honestly a fun track. That like I said, I love that guitar. Yeah. Um, that does so much for this track. Um, and it's it's just kind of fun and silly. Like ICP, I think gets to this point where when they're featured on somebody else's stuff, it's like, okay, we're just gonna do like what we know, which is just to be dumb yeah <laughs> like there you have it and it works for them and i <laughs> and i appreciate that so yeah this what, is uh this is this is a good one from from the the pairing when i, when I said that this sounded like it would it, it would be like a uh a twisted track as as well I'm, th- I'm thinking in terms of like it's not technically a twisted song but i'm gonna count it anyway like sour patch bitches and all that shit like the, they 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 vibe with this kind of sound and also just the subject matter in general. This is this is a Mad Rocks. <laughs> Sour Patch Bitches wasn't didn't have ICP on it. Doesn't matter. That was that had Blaze. I said a twisted song, like. Oh, I thought you you assumed you meant uh, like twisted that featured ICP on it. I mean, that was it sounds like a twisted it. track in general, and if you throw ICP on it, then all of a sudden, wow, we have this song. <laughs> <laughs> And Boondocks. Okay. I mean, it's not. Okay. It's not this track without Boondocks, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though I, w- I would say like there isn't like a particular sound in here that is, like, Boondocks specific. Is the other mm-hmm. thing about it? Like this, this isn't like made. This isn't. Ma- this doesn't sound like it was made for Boondocks per se. You know what I mean? Like it's not. It's not out of place on the album, but mm-hmm. I don't hear anything in here where it's like, yeah, this was clearly intended for him like this could have just been something that they had on hand that fit the vibe and they were like let's just throw it in there you get that little wah guitar and stuff and like i'd be fucking anybody i don't remember if i heard any other uh specific production stuff that would give it that southern vibe beyond his. yeah i mean not thinking about that like you're you're, you might be right like maybe this was just something they had like in the back pocket was like he was like oh yeah I'll, i'll try this like, yeah, I, you yeah. know, we, you know, what we should do we should actually. OK, well, no, we'd, we'd have to go back on a bunch of stuff and see who who produced what and uh, where uh, where the sounds fall to see, like. You, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like Mikey Clark in general, I think, is very capable of doing like that, that kind of southern vibe and getting the, the kind of sounds, obviously, that we've heard I, in this. I do want to point out that all of these say that they were produced by boondocks interesting like they say like produced by boondocks and a lot of them say like boondocks and dr punch um you know boondocks and icp Uh uh so you know it's the music was done by mikey clark but not produced they make shit so confusing (laughs) (laughs) further on down the line when they're like oh yeah in particular this was done by this well you know I mean, I, I think producers kind of like they, they 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 direct the stuff. Yeah, that you're probably right. I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not in in any of that. No, not at all. Somebody who knows but, things. What's what is that? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I have nothing else for this song. It's yeah. it's not bad. It's, it's fun. A fun track for them. So, 
Let's uh, let's let's keep the ball rolling. We're 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 hitting the midway point now. We are. This is, this is breezing through. Thanks. Track Bindog. number seven. They pray with snakes. In the belly of the beast, a place that's miles away In a deep southern town where the devil comes to pray A choir sings with the rise song shut By a stream the children play and water flowing with blood The pastor stands on his pulpit while preaching to hell On a hilltop church with demons ringing the bell They told twice for the missing and the recently departed In the pews the congregation sits a hundred days rotted Suffering is all around, the stench of death in the air Nobody seems to notice or nobody seems to care it's just an everyday yeah. life in a normal routine People walking right by but never notice the screen A backwards philosophy passed down through the ages Generation of murder written down in these pages Up a book overlooked and forgotten in history A place with a secret and surrounded by mystery Mike, I don't have much to say about this, so I'm going to let you go first. I I feel like that's a lie. <laughs> um, okay. Uh this is one of two music videos that uh were made for this album, uh which is mostly just Boondocks rapping in the woods. Uh there's at one point there's a cabin and Violent Jay's just chilling there with a with a straw hat, which is very very interesting look for him uh but the subject matter itself uh is is vaguely because it's not it's kind of not really you don't really hear about it much in there is about uh the act of serpent handling which uh some very very small from what i understand um religious groups will practice and it's actually still something that's practiced today, um, but it's very illegal, um, despite it being like you know religious freedom and stuff. But it's very illegal to do this. Um, however, from from what I understand, any of the communities that do that are so like small and close knit that more often than not, local law enforcement is involved in there too. <laughs> so they're not doing anything to stop it. Of course. Um, but uh, that is not without its risks. I think the last th- there had been like a confirmed death from from the act of this within the last I think like five years it was. Um, I briefly looked this up last night just because I was curious. Um, but I think part of it is like, oh, it, you know, if you have like such a strong faith uh, in, in God that if you're bit by this uh, snake, then you won't die. Um, if you're bit, then you know, the rest of the, the congregation will just pray as hard as they can and, and you'll be fine. Okay, so whenever you, you said, uh, whenever you said like it's illegal and then mentioned religious freedom, I see, I actually didn't know what this practice was, but now that you've mentioned that, like, yeah, no shit, religious freedom doesn't override murder. <laughs> but that's the thing, like, 
and that was actually one <laughs> thing that did or that otherwise. Was, well, that was the thing that was even brought up where um, one of the 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 pastors. Uh, I think this. I think this happened in the nineties. So the nineties or early two thousands, where um, their wife was killed because um, they'd been bitten by a rattlesnake, and uh, so yeah, they were going to charge him with a, uh, with murder or attempted murder, one of the two. I didn't look into more of like what the actual outcome was, but yeah, this is a very interesting uh, topic. That um, like I said. Apparently, it's still practiced in very, very small communities to this day. It's not like you're going to go, you know, down the streets of Pittsburgh and see, uh, you know, someone performing the act of serpent handling. But, um, but yeah, it's it's weird. Do this it in a place with coral is, snakes. It's a great idea. Promise. Yeah. yeah. Nothing well, bad could happen. You can't find coral snakes here, you silly person. <laughs> we got eastern diamondbacks. You got timber, timber rattlers. And you might yeah. find... That's why I, I, I didn't say just do it with coral snakes. I said do it with a pl- in a place with coral snakes. As in oh, go to oh, okay. a location. <laughs> oh, and then we also have... Um, go to the zoo. Get a coral snake. What else do we have here? What the fuck? Um, Rat snakes. No, no, no. I'm trying to think of the venomous ones. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I didn't know we had too bitch. many. There's, oh, yeah. We've got, like, we've got like six different kinds up here. Really? But there's one that I... That <laughs> That's like really not great around here, and I saw one in real life and was trying to catch it. <laughs> I know <laughs> diamondbacks, and that was about it. <laughs> yeah, there's there's another one, huh? That's I'm gonna look this up, but go on ahead. Okay, my part. Okay, uh, in the beginning of this, he says something about like where the devil goes to pray, and I just want to know why does the devil pray? What's the purpose of that? And then regarding the title, They Pray With Snakes, I said, bad line, bad song, bad, bad, bad. That's all. I don't care oh, about this Oh, man. Song. First off, uh, the, the snake I don't that like I was the thinking hook. of... <laughs> the snake I was thinking of was the Copperhead. Oh, Copperhead, um, yeah, that's right. I can't believe I didn't fucking remember that. That's the other one. Um, yeah, um, I think that you're one of the few people that's going to have their opinion that this is a bad song. That's fine. This is one of Boondocks' most popular songs. <laughs> like, I, I heard the up. line, they pray with snakes, and my brain was just like, that's dumb. <laughs> that's a dumb line. Sounds bad. <laughs> <It's> just... just... <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of it is just a... It's whatever. I don't know. I, I will acknowledge this, um... Because typically I don't like to talk about the stuff that we haven't gotten to yet because I like to kind of just leave that as, as a surprise. Sure. Um, this and one other song on this album. It's a remix? That yes. I, it'll have the same lyrics that I think are dumb? <laughs> you know, when you say it like that, <laughs> words hurt. Well, <laughs> I can feel them screaming through the forest at night. Remember at the beginning of this when you were like, Boondocks, if you listen to this. <laughs> Boondocks, if you're still listening. Something personal. <laughs> I like this song. I like this song. Look, I that's like the remix this, a lot too. This is my job on this show: is to be that guy. It's not really. 
but I mean, it's kind of the position that I've ended up in. <laughs> well, I call him as you I were, see some. You were molded into this position. <laughs> <laughs> like, after Malenko, you were like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I've chose to do with my free time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got I got nothing else. I was just I, I just wanted to go over how the fact that this is still a real thing that people practice today. I mean that was interesting. I, I like that. Thank you. Appreciate You're it. Track but eight now. Rolling hard. In my hands, I hold the key to who I want to be. Solutions to my problems are just sitting right in front of me. I crush them up with a little bit of gunpowder. I should be where I want to be in a half an hour. My mind trips, I lose grip. It's sinking in. My eyes roll, it takes control, and it begins. Look in the mirror, my reflection slowly fades away. A monster staring back, his heart black, and his soul decayed. There's nothing left but a shell and the urge to kill. No voices in my head, just the will of a couple pills. Contact a metal mixed with ecstasy A knife in my hand and I know what I expect of me The bloodlust and the fear is what I'm looking for The rush in my veins as I cut and slowly bleed this whore It's pure desire and it burns in me like fire Mercedes and a murder spree is what it takes to get me higher I'm rolling hard, I'm steady rolling When I find nobody catch me, let me drop I'm rolling hard, I'm steady rolling when I find nobody catch me, let me drop. I'm rolling hard, I'm steady rolling. When I find nobody catch me, let me drop. I'm rolling hard, I'm steady rolling. When I find nobody catch me, let me drop. All right, for this one, I will go first instead. Okay. Uh, Boondocks, who I am assuming is just listening to this now, uh, I will go forward with that assumption. Uh, I found this to be. An edgy try-hard track. Um, uh, the writing in it was like particularly bad, in my opinion, uh, and also the construction of it in general. Uh, the lines leading into the hook feel weak as shit, and the delivery is just flat on them, and it just, just comes off really fucking weak in general. That's it again, and and I mean, so, when I say edgy try-hard track, I mean subject-wise and like everything. It's just. Go ahead. I I honestly think that this could have been an ICP song. Mm. If you hear some of the stuff that they had done that was on Hell's Pit, some of the stuff that was left off of it and put on um, Forgotten Freshness 4. Yeah. Um, this sounds like it could have easily been on something like those. Um, I think the Boondocks fits well with it. Um, but basically the story is that he takes something to get really fucked up and high, goes to some kind of party, and um, has some kind of relations with a woman that he ends up killing. Uh, the last line is fucked up <laughs> um where basically he um the, the woman is like kind of understands that he's there to kill 
and she wants to die, I guess is the implication. I mean, so he says they, that. It's in the. It's like just written in the lyrics. Yeah. And then uh, he basically chokes her out and she doesn't even like try to fight that. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. You're this. This is great. Um, but the last line is. Um, uh, so I left her on her back like a fucking filthy whore. Mm-hmm. And again, he couldn't even muster the conviction to hit that line hard. Just fucking weak as shit. <laughs> I don't know. I think that like the the tone that he used for that was like it it fit with the rest of the song. Yeah. Like this this song he's using he's using more of like a like deeper like kind of gravelly voice than what we've heard on the majority of this record so far. Yeah. And so I think that there was, that was probably like the only way he could say it. Yeah. But it's still a fucked up line. Yeah. That's Refer that's back that's to that. the first thing that I said. Edgy, try hard. <laughs> I mean, that's that's to each their own. I like the sad thing is. I mean, I, he did it. He did the horrorcore thing. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Like this is. I I don't mind the majority of the track. Like, I love that hook. I really do. Thanks, Violin J. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that's him on there, too. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I could, I could totally get why this track would not be um, anybody else's cup of tea, but this is totally, like, this is a horrorcore song. This is, this is the spoops for, for Juggalos. That's what they want. <laughs> I guess. And I totally get it. Just saying. But I think that we can move on. There's really nothing else to talk about on this one. Um, although that fucking guitar is really good. That guitar on the chorus. Oh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to track nine, the title track, The Harvest. It's the time for the harvest. Wow. 
Wow. Clearly, they were lied to and assumed that they were doing a guest spot for somebody who wasn't on Psychopathic Records, <laughs> somebody who may have had a better uh, contract than them. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I feel like they'd be very suspicious. Like, wait a second, why are we allowed to be guests on a track for someone not on Psychopathic? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a minute. <laughs> so... I like this track a lot. Um, this one good. was not produced by, uh, did not have the music done by Mike Clark. This was a Kuma track, which kind of makes sense. It, it does sound similar to, um, what was the last track that we were like, oh, this doesn't sound like Mike Clark. Uh, Diggin'? The, Lady in the or, Jag? That or Prey. It was, it was Diggin' or Prey. I don't know. Um, I think that this song is... Hey, did you hear that really obscure song that Dark Lotus did in 2004 called Pass the Axe? Let's do something like that. Because guess what? That's what this is. <laughs> but, but it's, a, it's a pretty cool tale about being like kind of possessed by a, a blade to kill. Mm, a, a scythe. Have you, uh, um, have you ever seen the movie Sling Blade? No. I haven't either. I don't know anything about it. Besides, like, it's about a uh, dude who gets out of jail after, like, having killed their parents or something. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hmm. And about, you know, stuff after. I, I don't know. I've, again, oh. never saw Sling Blade. I've only heard it referenced in rap so far. Twice. Um, Three times I'm, even, actually, technically. I'm just curious. How many other songs are we going to have references to movies that you've never seen? A lot of them, I would expect, <laughs> until I finally watch the movie Sling Blade, and then that'll clear up about 30 more rap songs, I guess. Because um, Mega Ran used that reference twice, actually, because he reused a verse in a different song about like the same kind of subject. It was, <laughs> if I didn't uh, leave, I'd have been the dude in Sling Blade. Classic. <laughs> so, what we hear is, in the, in the beginning, we have Bones Dub, who, it sounds like his car broke down, so he finds that house and goes in, I guess, to maybe find help, but then he sees the blade, but he and he picks it up, and then he's possessed to kill people. Yeah. So, him, it's not intended. Yeah. Boondocks is straight up like, I need to kill people. <laughs> Let me find my trusty blade. Now I can kill people. Sweet. <laughs> and Otis is also kind of like, I have to kill because... He, Otis took this like really literally of like, yeah, of like, if I don't kill people, then my, my crops will not be good. Oh yeah. Well, like, the tree of liberty, you know, <laughs> must be watered with the blood of everybody. <laughs> The actual line is, you know, Tree of Liberty is to be watered with the blood of tyrants or something, but, oh. uh, you know, I've I've lived in America for about 30 years or so, <laughs> and I know that it's actually apparently poor people that it needs to be watered with. Well, yeah, yeah. So, so Otis also read the assignment. He yeah. knew what he was doing. <laughs> But I like this song a lot. Yeah. Um, 
I don't have a lot uh, to say about it, but it's just like, yeah, you did a. It's no. another classic storytelling track. It's, the Axe it's, Murder it's Boys and their storytelling songs. I hate you so much. <laughs> no, but it is. It they did do a good job, and especially because their verses aren't particularly long. Um, they they did a, a decent job of of saying what they needed to in the in the time frame that they had. Um, I like this one a lot, especially <laughs> for the fact that like. There's times where the title track of a record, like if it is meant to be like a full song, mm-hmm. um, sometimes they aren't really great, which is a bit disappointing. It's like if you're naming this track after what your entire album is, it should stand out. Yeah. And I think that this one does. Yeah, so it's pretty good. So I like this one. Um, oh, it should also be noted that whenever Boondocks did that, um, live stream where he performed the album in its entirety. Yes. Um, obviously, ICP was not there <laughs> to do their verses. Yeah. And sadly, neither were AMB. I, I was really hoping that they would have gotten them for that. Damn. Um, so that, that's a bit of a bummer, but I, yeah. I can deal with it. Um, but I have nothing else for the harvest. So what are you, what are you doing over there? Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, I, was, I was just sipping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> picture soundtrack 12 time Grammy award winning 5 time Oscar nominated 3 time Tony winners 2 golden raspberries big money rustlers (laughs) I forgot that this was a track that you've actually heard ahead of time yep uh just like a couple weeks ago. That's that's correct. Yeah. Would you like this... to know a fact about this song? <laughs> sure. Regarding that uh, that that movie in particular, also. Sure. So uh, we we were jamming out to it in the street. So to to give context, uh, the the uh, wonderful hosts of ICUP with we are forever rivals, uh, whom we will never reconcile with, uh, have been doing. Uh, some some movie nights and the past uh, couple ones have all been Juggalo related ones. They did Big Money Hustlers and then Big Money Rustlers and uh, just last week they did Killer Clowns from Outer Space which is a lot of fun. 
So we were watching Big Money Rustlers, and this track came on, and everybody was fucking grooving to it. And I was like, I don't know what this is. So I did a look up, and I was like, oh, it's Boondocks. We'll be covering this soon. Great. Fun. This is, this is fun. And we all liked it, and we had fun. Just this past week, while we were uh, hanging out before Killer Clowns from Outer Space, I got to chatting a little bit with Eric. And I, I mentioned that we were doing Boondocks soon, and we just did Axe Murder Boys. And he said, if I remember correctly, regarding Axe Murder Boys, um, he didn't, I think he said he didn't care for any of their uh, releases on Psychopathic, but their Magic Ninja stuff he was pretty down with. And then Boondocks, he said, I didn't care for any of his Psychopathic releases or any of his other ones. <laughs> but then I was like, but wait, we were all will... down with Sippin. He was like, that's true. We were all down with Sippin. I, I will, I will convert him. I will convert him. <laughs> he needs, he needs to listen to the newest record. The newest record's fucking great. I, I don't know if he necessarily listened to it anymore, but I think he just like didn't have the interest to begin with <laughs> from whatever he mm. did here. Hmm. Tisk tisk. Sippin' is the uh is the turning point though. That's the axis that you can as, tilt him on. As uh as as something which I, I actually uh, I should bring this up. You know, we're we're getting towards the end of this album, but uh Boondocks is the first psychopathic records artist I ever met. Oh really? Um yes. Oh. Uh for his third LP, he did a very small in-store tour. And I'm talking like he only did like six dates. And two days after that record came out, he was at um, he was at Ides in Pittsburgh. Oh, nice! Um, first time I ever went to went there, um, and it was cool as shit. And I was nervous as fuck. Um, also, we're about the same height. He is short as a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> wow, especially for um, that time. So, wow, <laughs> wow! This was 2010, dude. Oh, 2010. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, Boonooks was the first artist I ever met, and um, and that that stood out. That was that was a fun time. Nice. Um, Boondocks, but, come on the show and reminisce about the time that you got to meet Mike Spawn of Juggalo Judgment. Yeah, all all uh, two or three times that I've met him, <laughs> I think. Because I know I you're listening, Boondocks. I am still yeah. carrying forth with the assumption that you're listening to this episode. Yeah, everybody that we've ever done an episode on has listened to our stuff. Even the ones where we're not talking about them. The, the other artists are liking our posts, so clearly they pay attention. Yeah, yeah. Um, One of the members of Alazola Lou has been liking our recent Instagram posts, and I'm like, fucking cool, man. Nice, look at that. <laughs> I, hope that I hope that they listen. <laughs> Come on the show. We, Come chat We unfortunately won't be talking about Alazola Lou for another, like, six years or so yeah. no, if you're if you're liking all of these other posts and you're listening to these episodes you know come talk to us about one of those things and not your work <laughs> <laughs> hey look that was that was how we were gonna get Ouija Mac on here we were as, gonna have him to talk about an icp record or some shit as a musician obviously i like talking about other artists so why wouldn't they <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, anyways, Sippin', this is, Sippin'. like, probably the most lighthearted track we have on the album, which is very much appreciated. Yeah. It's just a fun song. It's a down-home track about getting drunk and wicked clown cruising. Yeah, seriously. Drink, drink, drinking on that moonshine. The one it's thing like, about this that, like I, Duke boys. that I thought of 
was that this would have been a really fucking cool song, like about running moonshine. They didn't go for mm. it, but I think they could have mm. and should have. I think this would be like a pretty, pretty cool track. Like it's got that groove. It's got that laid back feel to it where mm. it's just kind of like very, it could be very, a very casual track about like running moonshine and fuck the police and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I mean, this is actually one of the few tracks that I'm like, okay, say you go to a party and everybody's just listening to, like, you know, it, the the music's just in the background. You're not really paying attention to it, but yeah. obviously it's, you know, stuff that might be about drinking or whatever. If this showed up and nobody was really paying attention, I'm sure that people would like, just wouldn't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you get that chorus and people are like, oh, okay, sipping on down, sipping on down. Yeah. yeah. This song is fun. Oh, yeah. I, I I I used to not care for this song in the past, and I'm like, and then I got old, and I'm like, this song is fucking great. <laughs> like, yeah, this is a yeah. good song. I don't give a fuck that I don't drink. It's a fun song. It is. Like, you you could tip up a cup of whatever you want. Yeah, my red solo cup. <laughs> Shut up. That I that I will fill up with water as a designated driver. And, and and then Shmi turned off his camera. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, that, that that's that's the one thing that I have about this is that like you know I think this could have been another classic Boondock storytelling song, but I like it regardless. And now Mike's Mike's got that look on his face. He's he's like, I I want this. I, I want my co-host to burn in a lake of fire. Is that one of your VTubers? Yeah, that's 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 good old Corona. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's what I was thinking of whenever I heard this track. <laughs> but uh, what do you got? What do you got? 
Uh, I mean, up until the final verse, this is just a straight up rock anthem. Yeah. Um, which we haven't had throughout this entire record. It it is nice for him to, I guess, kind of flex what he used to do in the past. I don't remember like what he, what instrument he played. Yeah, I don't know. Um, when he was doing that stuff. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's an interesting choice, but I don't mind it on here. Um, I don't mind that. Uh, I don't mind that hook either. Like, yeah, it's pretty good. It works. Yeah. It works. Yeah. Uh, the the very the very end. His final verse is it, it does a breakdown into him rapping again. Um, but then we're back into that heavy ass chorus like. Mm. Every now, like the the use of guitars on this album, is not offensive, and I appreciate that. It's pretty pretty well restrained. Like, I've heard I've heard some people, um, like some other people who run an ICP podcast that really don't like whenever ICP <laughs> use guitar. <laughs> I can't think of any off the top of my head, honestly. No, 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 no idea. It's probably those Dim Carnival people. Um, <laughs> damn. Some, some other ones that record talk about ICP um, that just don't like whenever ICP use guitars. But guess what? This isn't ICP. This is Boondocks. And I think it works for him. Yeah. Get over it, Twisted History. <laughs> anyway, um... This is an interesting uh, track, actually, uh, because I did a little bit of digging on this track in particular mm. uh, because of the the specific wording that he uses for this. Because the term like lake of fire, right? You know, it's, it's a pretty biblical term and stuff. You know, it's used a lot in, in, in Christianity and stuff to refer to hell as just like a pit of fire and stuff. He refers specifically to fire on the water which is a different thing in my mind so i, mean, I did some it would looking make sense cuz that's it would make sense cuz that's where the smoke comes yeah yeah uh anyway near his home of uh, his the home that he grew up in covington is a lake called turner lake which just so happened to have had an oil spill and big ass fucking oil fire on it back whenever he was a kid. There's an interview in 2011 where he talked about this being a thing that he saw back in the day that just impacted him and later led to this track. Okay, I'm I'm going to I'm going to stop you. Are you being serious or are you fucking with me? I'm fucking with you. This is just a track about hell. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to be like, wow, I didn't know that. And I'm like, you know what? Shmeev has told so many stories, like, I don't know, of this one chick who gave him a copy of Mutant and and, and whatnot. Um, So... But Boondocks, if you're listening right now, <laughs> and that just so happened to be true, can, can let you us know. 
I actually was like, I, I'd like, I, I did sit around and like look up to see if there were any oil spills in the area that I could call. And there, there have been oil spills in various uh, lakes in that area in Georgia. I don't know if there are any big like oil blazes or anything, but. <laughs> Such a dick. But it is interesting wording to, to you, you know, it's just an interesting way to word that because. That's what it conjures up in my mind is a fucking oil fire. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. But yeah. I've got nothing else on 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 this one. Same. Do you? Nah, that's it. Let's move on. Track 12, Red Mist. Standing right between his eyes Feeding for the sight of blood is squirting when the bullets fly Decapitate a motherfucker with that heavy ammo Posted up on rooftops Dressed in black Batiste and camo A crazy insane sniper with an appetite For that crimson tyrant arteries are introduced to light And no I cannot cope unless I see it in my scope You fall into your knees and that red mist leave your throat I'm like the 22 shots in your head at close range The slug ricochets until it splatters your brain And no matter where it enters the exit's never the same Let six shots go the red mist pouring like rain Some are just so squeamish they can't stand the sight of blood And so they pass it out when they see me in the hood My wounds still bleed like I'm a stigmatic red mist In my trail some blood still shooting out my jacket We hear some voices here. We do. We have Guest Verses by Twisted and Blaze You Dead Homie, Whoop. who were on hand at that live stream to do their verses for this track, which was super cool. Nice. So we get essentially a posse cut of, of just, just murdering. Mur- murderous intentions all around because people want to see blood yeah it's, it's really it fun fact this uh this is the other track that had a music video for it huh it is the first time that blaze Your dead homie is featured on a music video and actually has a verse <laughs> not even his own tracks <laughs> And he had been featured in the videos for things like We Don't Die. Well, his own tracks or... wouldn't count because those aren't his verses. Those are Mad Rocks's. I'm kidding. I love you, Blaze. <laughs> he was featured in the videos for We Don't Die. He was featured in the Homies video. He was featured in the Story of Our Lives video, but did not have verses in those. And he did not get his own music video until a little bit further on down the line. So just kind of funny that the first thing that he was ever on-camera rapping was not his own track. Huh. But, but this but this, this new kid on the <laughs> <Yeah>. label. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's an alright murder track, just about murder. Uh, he has that, that line about arteries introduced to light, which is a pretty good line as a wave, yeah. Um, but there's also like some tones that go on in maybe the hook or it's just like later in the track where they start using them a whole fucking lot that were irritating the fuck out of my ears every time I listen to this. Like, 
it was fucking awful. <laughs> what do you mean? There's like some like high pitched thing that's just going on. My ears are just not fans at all of it. Oh. Um, it really sucked. Uh, oh. Every time I listened to it, I was just like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> this track needs to be over now. <laughs> See, I didn't. I didn't mind this one. I like this one a lot. Um, right before we we, we cut it down, um, had monoxide there. M O N O X I D E. Yeah. His his vocal delivery for his verse, at least for the first like half of it, is like like drawled, like lazily said. But I fucking love it. Yeah. Like it's 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 different than everybody else on here. And normally I'm like, oh, that just comes off as lazy or like, what were you doing? And I'm like, no, it actually fits really, really cool on here. And I enjoyed it a lot. It kind of uh, helps kind of diversify. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's just yeah. kind of like, yeah, he's he's rolling I with really it. I really enjoy that. It's not like he's like out of time or anything like that. He's just, he's stylizing. Yeah. He, all of All of his emphasis is hitting where it needs to be. And that's yeah. the important part. Yeah. And then uh oh he also brings the uh he also mentions like a pass me the axe. <sighs> always always like always like those. And uh and then Madrox is fucking yelling <laughs> throughout his verse. Madrox is doing the Madrox, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. He's mad he rocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I enjoy this track a lot. I think that this is probably the best uh as far as like the collaboration tracks go. Um, I think this is probably the best one. So yeah, pretty good on, on this album. You mean? Yeah. 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 <laughs> between, between this, the harvest and, and, uh, lady and the Jaguar. Yeah. This one stands out the best. Yeah, probably. Um, and I mean, come on when, when blaze is already working with twisted, that works really well, but blaze works well when he's working with anybody. So it's blaze. Yeah. His name is blaze. He's, just this dead guy who's very versatile with anybody he works with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's that. That's that. It's time to move on to our final track here. Mm-hmm. Track number thirteen, Angel Like. a mistake not not because i think it's a bad track it's it's hard to really say what should have happened with this because 
realistically, this would make like this. This would be like a hidden track on an album like this. You'd you'd have it as a hidden track where like people would probably just be like, yeah, okay, whatever, because people let hidden tracks go all the fucking time. I can't imagine that this is like a beloved track on this or anything like that, or like a beloved closer. I don't know. I think it closes out the album well enough. That's my opinion, but I recognize how other people think whenever it comes to tracks like this. Um, like, I think it works out pretty well. Um, except those fucking dubs on the hook, they suck, and they do them for fucking ever by the end of it. They, they're so bad. His dubbed lines on the hook, it's just... Jesus Christ. Which which lines do you mean? The lines that aren't sung. <laughs> Who the fuck thing, bitch? Remember yeah, exactly. Me? I don't need to hear it again. Uh, look, they're on the track for the entirety of the fucking thing. They okay. they ride out on it with the fucking hook at the end, and then you're just hearing that for fucking ever. And it's it's hang on, you know. Let me just read my notes verbatim. It's an okay kind of outro track. His dubs on the hook suck and don't have to be there. This track doesn't need to be here either, but I'd like it a lot without those. I can get behind riding out on this. Again, except that fucking dub. I'm listening as I write this, and it sucks more every time I hear it. That's it. <laughs> like, the track is good. Except that. <laughs> that actually doesn't bother me. I, I do enjoy this track a lot. Um, it is kind of weird that it's the ending track. Yeah. But I don't mind it. I don't um, think that there's anywhere you could place this on the album where people who don't like this would like it to be. No. <laughs> it's it's it, when we were talking about like oh blank was the most jarring song we've heard so far. I think that was I think that was uh, taking myself out. Probably. This is on the opposite side of the spectrum. Um <laughs> and it, it almost sounds like it's just kind of a sweet song and then you get towards the end and it's not. Yeah. Um but I want to um, want to uh, call out a particular listener. Uh oh. We'll call out a particular listener who um, here we go runs runs a particular blog, uh, requesting <laughs> that uh, juggalos not be allowed to sing. Uh-oh. And I just want to point out, Otis was belting his heart out on this track for y'all. <laughs> Do not let his sacrifice be made in vain. Because he laced up those background vocals perfectly. Hmm. Loved it. Loved it. But yeah, he's basically talking, Benuk's talking about a girl who um, shows up and he is is smitten with her, but then she becomes very, very popular and kind of forgets where she came from and so he's like yeah that's not a good thing and so he kills her <laughs> um so we've we've had the murder of at least two women on this album mm-hmm. um yeah don't know how how violent this one was but she's dead nonetheless <laughs> um <laughs> Like, those are the actual, like, direct deaths that are listed yeah. <laughs> on here. We don't hear really, like, anything else. We, like, it's vaguely implied that he killed 100 people on yeah. the harvest. Right. Um. But but 
of the people that are that you know oh, so I remember we'll, these ones it's women well we'll average it out to 52 yeah <laughs> <laughs> but 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 women though so you know so they don't yeah. count <laughs> no is that what you're saying? Is that no. what you're going to say, Mike? No, those uh? are the ones that, that stand out more. <laughs> Don't you fucking twist my words, you motherfucker. <laughs> I will not have that Jeez, slander. Mike, taking shots at women, at twisted history again. <laughs> just can't stop. I am the one who tries <laughs> to just salvage everything. And, and, and then I have this cockamamie thrown my way <laughs> so yeah that was boondocks yeah that's boondocks's the harvest yeah what are your final thoughts on this record dude so as i said way back at the beginning of this he has a style that stands out really well um you know the the whole the whole sound of this album really really sticks out from the rest of what's on psychopathic and kind of, he kind of has like a slightly different persona of it, a little bit, a little bit. It's, it's, it's kind of like a. It's it's not exactly like just kind of like, copying copy paste over like, any other like copy paste Fago with moonshine, but like, <laughs> you know, he's he's got his own kind of feel going, uh, while while still kind of fitting in the overall psychopathic thing like different enough but still the same thing um i don't think he has like i don't think that this is an album where he's particularly showing like notably outstanding ability in my opinion but he's still a fresh sound on the label and there's 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 room to grow from there you know what i mean I, I get what you're saying. I think that part of this was meant to kind of play it safe mm. to see how the core audience, which this was not being thrown for people who are just general fans of rap or general fans of Southern music. This is a juggalo record through and through. It had to kind of, I think, fill in those lines like or, or color inside the lines paint by the numbers of this is what a typical juggler record does this is what a typical psychopathic records album does if you can do that and we see how they take you then we'll see where you can go from there and so we do get glints of okay well he's not a carbon copy of ICP. He's not a carbon copy of Twisted. He's not a new Blaze. He's not a new ABK. It's just a matter of there's only so much that he was able to do on that first album. But mm -hmm. I think that this probably had a bit of a stronger uh, impact than AMB's record did um, as far as like this is a new uh, artist. What do you guys think of him? And in my opinion, I think this is actually one of the strongest debut records that Psychopathics had. Um, this one, I think, stands out over the other heavy hitters from the label. I think that this was stronger than Blaze's first official album. I think that this is close to the level of Most Tasteless. Hmm. Um, as far as, you know, 
can he stand on his own, you know, just, just with this. Um, and he would continue to be on the label for another, with, with a small hiatus, I believe he was there for another seven, seven years, seven or eight years, something like that. Um, so yeah, I, I enjoy this record a lot. Going back to this one, um, it still feels very strong, but it also reminds me that like, man, some of the stuff that comes out after this is even better. And I, I look forward to getting to those ones too. Hmm. So what do you have in mind for the three favorite tracks? Sipping. <laughs> you can't say sipping two more times. Sip. Sipping out here, maybe out here or seven. I don't know. Sipping seven. Throw angel like on there just because why not? They're fun. Okay, I'm actually gonna go with two of those as well. I'm gonna keep. Uh, I'm gonna go with seven and sipping. Um, however, my other pick is gonna be red mist. Okay, I think that's one of the, the strongest ones. So, what are you getting rid of? I have a feeling I already know what it is. I I'm going to go into Reaper, and I'm going to drag. They pray with snakes and roll in hard in there and merge them into a single track <laughs> and remove both of them at once. We we defer on that. I I, I had a feeling rolling hard was going to be yours. Um, I'm gonna I would get rid of digging myself out. Huh. I think I think that's what I would want to get rid of. But overall, like this is an album that if I'm putting it on and just listening through. I don't feel bad about not skipping anything. Like I could put this album on just straight through and listen to it. No problem. Hmm. So those are our thoughts. Let us, let us know what you guys think. What's, what's your opinion on boondocks? What's your opinion on the album, the harvest? What are your favorite tracks on there? What do you think? Um, you know, were, were there were some bad decisions made regarding this record whenever it was made? Yeah, what do you got? For Should us? he have won the contest instead of AMB? Boondocks PLC Boondocks, who I appreciate for listening this far in. What are your three favorite tracks, and which one would you get rid of from this album? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, Mike, you're you're laughing like like it's like a joke or something like that, but. There are I I am one hundred percent aware that there are artists who would love to cut tracks from albums they've put out. <laughs> this was released when? This is two, we're in two thousand six still. This is two thousand six. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> okay, Boondocks. I know that you use Four, Twitter. Fourteen. So when you're done listening to this album, go ahead and hit us up on 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 there. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you can hit us up, just... actually. We have a lot of social media for you to hit up yeah. Boondocks. It's not just Twitter. We have also no. a Facebook. It's Juggalo Judgment. But um, on the Twitter, you could find us at... That's, that's the main one we use, uh, at Juggalo Judgment. But, I mean, if 
uh, Boondocks, I know you like to hang on and hang out on Instagram. You like to post pictures of your food and stuff and, and uh, cute animals every <laughs> once in a while. Uh, cute animals that are wearing your face paint and stuff. You're, you're a big fan. <laughs> uh, you can hit us up on there as well. That is also uh, Juggalo Judgment. Um, Mr. Docs, uh, I know that you have... You know, as as a rapper, you have a lot of words in you that like, you need to get me. out. Uh, it's 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 Boondocks. Mister Docks is my father. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> you have a lot of words in you that you need to get out, and and sometimes the the character limits on on the other social medias are just fucking just too too limiting for you. They're the worst. So you could hit us up with an email. Uh, that is juggalojudgment at gmail.com. But Boondocks. Boondocks, boondocks, boondocks. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking that one guy is pretty fucking rude to me. Also doesn't realize that I'm a different person from Buckshot. I'd rather <laughs> just talk to the, the the one that knows who I am and uh, that met me several times. And I was super excited to meet one of the hosts of Juggalo Judgment that wasn't that guy. Um, so you can find him specifically. Uh, a Twitter at Mike Spawn, the S-E-J. Or on Instagram as Straight Edge Juggalo. But, Boonshot, my friend, <laughs> if you wanted to hit me up specifically, for whatever reason, if you want to try and reconcile or whatever after I've just gone off on several of these tracks, you can find me with my personal Twitter, at Shmeave. Thanks again for listening all the way through. Indeed. Not just to you, Boondocks, but to all of our all of Everybody. our regulars who listen. We really appreciate it as always. And uh and yeah. Stay stay safe out there. Yeah. Cause, Cause man, shit's still fucking weird. <laughs> sure is. Go ahead and, and tell us what you think of the gathering which just got announced on May 30th. I don't care that I dated this. I don't give a fuck. For August 19th through the 21st, which is fucking bullshit, and basically the same day as Astronomicon. So, fuck us, I guess. <laughs> Thornville, Ohio. Damn. With that said, there's only one last thing that we gotta do. There's only one. That's to finish motherfucking oh, peace out. Later. Wildcat block and tackle. It's how we do it, how we get it to the next level. Have us on, bitch.